is the act of continuing in life. In the face of adversity, then peace, shalom, is the act of rising up and making something of life. Together, in community, in the face of that pressure, Advent is a reminder of the pressure that alchemizes adversity. Andrea Mohawk Mama, and I'll be your pastor and your guide for this episode of Mohawk Mama Soul. Hey there, everyone. Welcome to Mohawk Mama Soul. This podcast is especially, essentially for the writing soul. We don't focus on the writing craft. There are plenty of podcasts for that. But here, you are the focus, your own personhood, not just what you produce. So let's go ahead and get started. There's a story that is unfolding. Pay attention to the chapters, to the pages, to the ink the writ of the story that the beloved is helping you pen as a co-author. If this is your first time, I want to welcome you in to this soul care campfire and let you know that you are right at home. You are in a place where you already belong. You have nothing to prove, girl. And here's what I want to make sure we do first and foremost. I want us to get our headphones on. I tend to speak low. That's just typically what I do. But it might be easier to hear me if you have your headphones on. But it also can become a sanctuary for you where you kind of put everything else, the noise, to the side. Grab your journaling guide for this soul care classroom. If you haven't already gone and downloaded and printed it out, you can either pause and do that now or do it later. But everything that we're going to do is going to be following along with that guide. What we do here is notice, nurture, and embody soul care in a culture of scarcity, noise, and frenzy. And so that is what you're welcomed into. And anything that we are talking about will always come back to three foundational things that you notice in order to nurture, in order to embody, even more earnestly and intentionally. Studio.com. There's a link in the description. 
Sojourner, when we gather to form shalom enclaves of luminous healing and solidarity, we resist the forces that would sonder shalom-making transformation. Not only do we resist, but we are able to reimagine and recreate things as they ought to be. shalom and it offers more than a greeting or a petition for bliss uninterrupted it offers the hospitality of a piecemeal figuratively and literally it's communal so what comes to mind when you think of peace because for many of us I know for me for a very long time it was about the absence of disturbances and interruptions and war. And so when we hear peace, we expect ease and tranquility rather than thinking of sharing a meal. And yet, that is what I want us to be thinking of all this second week of Advent when it comes to peace. Before we get started in our meditation, I want to remind you that we're following along with our Advent calendar, Breathe in Advent 2021, is what I've entitled it for us. And just to give you a snapshot of each day that we're going to be leaning in with Mother Ruth, I want to just let you know that real quickly right now. So today, we're looking at the Covenant Meal of Generosity. Monday, the Covenant Meal of Gratitude. Tuesday, the Covenant Meal of Honor. Wednesday, the Covenant Meal of Creativity. Thursday, the Covenant Meal of Forgiveness. Friday, we will lean into the Covenant Meal of Encouragement. And Saturday, the Covenant Meal of Preparation. So we have a theme for each day. And not necessarily every day this week will I broadcast an episode that will happen as I see fit for my own well-being. And so what I will do is at some points in the week, I will call us together and we will get in a rhythm of unison as we consider deeply what it means for us to embody shalom, peace, as a way of its expression in a piecemeal. And so you'll get a lot more expansion on this if you go to the blog, which the link is provided for you. All right, let's get into today's meditation. Sisters, it is essential for us to to notice the many parallels between Tamar and Ruth. Ruth was also a widow left without a child. When 
when you think about Tamar and Ruth, they both steadily pursued kinsmen redeemers through the Leveret Law. So they're both ancestresses of King David and Yeshua, Jesus. And Boaz, just like Judah, acknowledged Ruth's righteous aims. It wasn't just that they were righteous. In that setting, they were acknowledged and elevated. And that is very rare. And so when you go to the text of Ruth and you read it and you reread it and you ingest it and digest it, you'll begin to see that that virtuous woman that is talked about in Proverbs 31 is embodied in Mother Ruth. Ruth, a counterculture shalom maker and foreigner, became foremother to a king who takes after her, Yeshua, Bring shalom in the midst of our waiting, just like in Ruth's life and Tamar before her. And God sees our needs and comforts us likewise, even when there is yet more hardship ahead. And so we all know that there is undeniable hardship and rejection in the story of Ruth. A migrant worker, if you will, Think about that. Think about your life and the work that you're doing, the work that doesn't feel like play. But I want you to even there notice that yet that hardship and rejection is no match for the provision and presence of peace because of the bread of heaven who nourishes and sustains. And we get to rise up into this this peace, this shalom, and feast on a peace that transcends all human understanding. It's not just ink on a page, it's living. And just like Ruth would harvest shalom and hope when her life was replete with loss and displacement, collectively, in the shared pain and trauma with her own mother-in-law, Naomi, Ruth generously shares her meals. Not just figuratively, but literally. She shares her devotion. She shares her union. She shares her barley. Peace is about a meal that you share. It is about allowing hospitality space to offer to all the benefit of being loved and deeply nourished and nurtured. So how did Ruth's generosity show up in this sharing of her barley and benevolence to Naomi? Well, it shows up in every radical act of her daring shalom making. So when you go back and you read and reread Ruth, 
I want you to look at even the most unlikely thing that reveals her covenant, her bond, her union with not just Naomi, but with those descendants that would come forth from her. So this is something about not just some kind of concept. This is about a hope, an acting of rising up in the body and in spirit. All right. Remember that rest is a part of all of our shalom making because it allows us to also pause and see God at work and celebrate. That is another aspect of rest, celebration. Even in the midst of the hardship and rejection, there is an act of defiant celebration and shalom making. It's not a fake it till you make it. It is about a fellowship that knows suffering, but a fellowship that knows deep belonging. All right. So until we come together again in our Advent meditation, let's cultivate that kind of Sabbathing rhythms where there's an alternation of work, play, and rest, and where we can be seen and acknowledged in all of the unlikely places and know that we are embraced and we are resourced, not just personally, but collectively. All right. Thank you for joining me. Shalom. Please do me a favor and go and review the podcast and share with the world what difference it is making in your life. And don't forget to screenshot this podcast episode and share it freely. And please do me a favor and go and review the podcast and share with the world what difference it is making in your life. Share my mom's podcast with your friends. Jesus is always with your heart and he loves you. Bye. Thank you. Thank you. transformation that the scriptures offer with the word shalom wholeness for all creation and it is about sharing generously with one another all creation all creation means all This Soul Care Podcast serves to awaken writers and oracles, I like to call us scribblers and speakers, into a rest 
that elevates holy embodiment. This sanctuary that I speak of has so many facets to it. 